0: Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. For this episode, Jim and George will discuss Asia. Asia. Hey, it's Jim. And it's George. We
1: are the Crispy Coated Robots. Welcome to this album today that we're going to talk about. Mm. It is Asia. Asia. The band Asia.
2: Yeah, not Steely Dan. (laughs) Asia. That's right. It's and it's it's a classic debut album by a super group at the time, and George, uh, everybody in the group
1: basically had a another life in other groups, right? Uh, yeah. So let's start with the singer, uh, bass player John Wetton. He was from King Crimson. Uh, Steve Howe, one of my favorite bands, Yes. Uh, he was a, the original guitarist, but uh, you know he's uh, been with them since then. And Carl Palmer from Emerson, Lake and Palmer on drums. There you go. Uh, And then Jeff Downs, he was actually in Yes and a band called The Buggles. Everybody knows the hit. Uh, Video video...
2: killed the radio star.
1: That's right. Video killed the radio star. And so, yeah, uh, back when this album came out that we're going to listen to today, they were tagged as a super group. So um, what had kind of happened, the reason this is significant, this album, early 70s prog rock kind of fell into this weird commercial slump at the end of the decade and uh, with the apparent demise of Yes uh, at that time and Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, they were kind of the two flagship bands of pro- British progressive rock. And uh, so it, this album, it just caught everybody off guard, including the uh, record companies and, and the songcraft was so irresistible to Top uh, 40 Radio and MTV, uh, which was, you know, making this bridge... Uh, at that time Uh, but it's just prog rock and pop and everything all mixed together so yes
2: recorded in june and november of 1981 and released march 18th of 1982 and i remember the first time i saw the first video make its appearance which is heat of the moment i remember the panels i was trying to get into guitar playing at the time and i saw that whole kind of uh excitement and that first guitar riff It just oh, yeah. there was a lot of excitement in this group and i knew that i liked asia from the very first song yeah
1: let's listen
0: to and here's to the, the, ver- yeah, the yeah the very first song
2: heat of the moment
0: The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and George are too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect, and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously what did you expect? Now on with the show and we are back from the heat of the
2: moment George yeah. is sweating all the here this is crispy Coated robots
1: <laughs> listen right, to right, asia right. asia yeah you know that it's the first song on the album but it was the last song that they recorded you know and uh they recorded it they had the, that real bright trebly sound story was that the booth they recorded in it had this metal plating on the walls and so it was really, really hot. And supposedly one group member almost passed out from the heat uh, after a few takes. So talk about Heat, heat, heat of, of the, moment.
2: the Moment. This this next song is very personal to me. Wait, uh, wait
1: I, I want to mention something about Heat of the Moment. Okay, okay. I know I didn't raise the thing. But yes. They, uh, so uh, the summer of, of 2019 there was something called the Royal Affair Tour, and various prog rock groups got together for tour, and it was Yes, it was John Lodge from the Moody Blues, Carl Palmer from um, ELP, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and so you had the members of, uh, three original members of Yes on tour. Um, John Wetton had already passed away two years before, but, uh, you know, at a concert they had, they have the merchandise tables and everything jim so they had a, a merchandise table for yes they had a merchandise table for uh you know all the bands i go over to the uh merchandise table for asia who's there they actually had uh roger dean was there the guy that did the artwork for albums oh wow for okay. yes and okay the the album here uh but they they had an oven mitt for heat of the moment, I have never seen that it kind oven of oven mitt. Heat of the moment, and I wish I'd bought it, but I bought a yes shirt instead. Oh, but, uh, terrible, terrible guy! Yeah. Um, let's jump into this, this. opportunity.
2: <laughs> let's jump in the next song, which is uh, only time will tell. I'll tell you what. Let's play the song because it has a great keyboard part at the beginning, oh, yeah. and then I'll tell you about my heartbreak story surrounding only. Oh, yeah, looking forward to this. It's very sad. Uh, only time will tell. As the crispy coated robots listen to Asia. Asia.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. If you're into that kind of thing, we now return to Jim and George.
1: Yeah, Jim, that is one of my all-time favorite keyboard intros. It's right up there with that major seventh chord that kicks off "Benny and the Jets" from
2: from uh, Elton John. John. Yeah, I, that...
1: I love that. And you know, whenever he was on tour, he would use thirty keyboards. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think that was thirty keyboards. There, he
2: but. wasn't as bad as I saw. Uh, was I saw Rick Wakeman?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's overkill, isn't well, it? Well, again, that's from Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, if you're in the band Yes and you're a keyboardist, you've got to make an investment. Yeah, that, yeah. That actually is the Fairlight uh, CMI for, for that sound. But I yeah, know that because I'm a keyboardist. It's a, yeah, thank you very much. That's
2: an amazing and, and the video too that accompanied on MTV came pretty much on the heels of Heat of the Moment with a memorable gymnast kind of uh, you know flipping down this kind of way and John Wetton singing it with his face on a TV. All and these TVs. It's yeah. one of these 80s videos that doesn't make any sense, but for some reason, visually it worked with the
1: song. At the time we didn't mind though, but when I saw them play this live, they had the video in the backdrop behind him. And um, I was watching it and thinking, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and it just it just goes on and on and on.
2: Well, in this song too, personal to me, uh, my eighth grade girlfriend broke up with me down in the dumps and I sat in my room and I thought I'd get her back. And what did I listen to? Only time will tell. She'll come back. So Jim, I'm going to quote the, the line in the song. Yes, you're
1: leaving now. Well, I was going to say, if you were wrong, the brightest ring around the moon would darken when I die. <laughs> but I kept on, I kept on playing the, the
2: beginning over again. You're leaving now. It's in your eyes. And it's, it's funny. It's in your legs. You're walking away. <laughs> it's funny, too, because uh a previous radio job, I said there was an 80s song that made me pretty much you know, tears as an eighth grade kid. And no one could guess what song it was, but I'm re- revealing today the song is Asia only time will tell
1: that's an exclusive here on crispy coated robots <laughs> listens to so yes hope you enjoy that uh i don't think i have any heartbreak songs on here uh
2: <laughs> but uh soul survivor huh maybe you're like you're the soul survivor for the next song no no story no. For soul
1: survivor no. it's a good one though I, I do like soul survivor i do i do like the pan flute thing uh boop, 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 yeah i boop, like it when they is do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure, sure. The, the king of the pan flute is on <laughs> it joined asia for this song yeah he didn't get credited on the album but uh yeah he must be uh, and steve Howe does this little scraping up and down the neck guitar thing uh while that's happening that's that's kind of interesting it's
2: good stuff and, and the thing about this this asia album uh is this is another hit there's like three hits in a row this is this is played on uh class you know rock stations at the time yeah sorry about the breakup jim Why'd you have to bring that up again? I was moving on to Soul Survivor. (laughs) I was a survivor. I was a Soul Survivor. And let's listen to it right here on Crispy Coda Robots. Listen to Asia's Asia.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. Boop, boop, boop. (laughs) <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Just stop,
2: Crispy Coda Robots. <laughs> listen to Asia's Asia and this album too. You know, I know that it's been uh, the uh, source of mimicry and making fun of it, and especially in Forty Year Old Virgin, uh, the <laughs> character of Steve Carell has a big picture of the Asia album on his wall, and they make yeah. fun of him having the picture of the Asia album on the wall. But
1: I think uh, I don't remember which. I think it was John Wetton said that he loved that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He thought that was hilarious. Uh, South Park, uh, since you brought it up, South Park uh, did uh, Heat of the Moment. That that was a big, one of their episodes. Oh, wow. They have, yeah, Cartman. We we need to have a South Park episode. <laughs> you know, but, uh,
2: Definitely. So that was Soul Survivor, and we move on now to One Step Closer. George, what do you like about One Step Closer? Uh,
1: the it, It's kind of interesting because it is anti- uh glamorous uh steve howell the guitarist he said that the idea of this band was to de-emphasize the, the members individual skills because they were all virtuosos May- amazing players yeah and to kind of hone that down and go for a radio-friendly mass appeal song and i think this song really um uh, demonstrates that kind of the blended sound uh when you know that these guys are just exceptional exceptional musicians
2: you know what george we're one step closer to playing it here it is crispy cutter robots listen to asia's asia i'm sorry about that
0: it's time once again to pause in order to check out the music here's jim and george once again
2: all right crispy cutter robots listen to asia's yep. asia and george one step closer and i was cueing
1: you for your line to the end of the First Sight? yeah. There was you that, that, go. There uh, you go. Very good. <laughs> Very good. I'm sorry, I didn't realize this album. I, I did, thought you were pointing at the window at something. I'm like looking at. Is there a bird? Or you know, did you uh, uh, own this album into my car?
2: Did you own this album on record or on cassette? Uh, neither. Really? Yeah. Because so many songs were played on the radio, you just listen to the radio.
1: I think that's the reason. Um, this was in '82. I was still uh, actually. I think I was transitioning from middle school to high school and didn't have very much money uh, from mowing the lawn and i think i bought a police album instead but uh yeah there this did get so much uh, airplay Did
2: and, you tape the songs off the radio?
1: Uh i've done that try to catch it down yeah. to do that but also not just radio airplay but MTV loved this group Oh yeah group. yeah and uh, so yeah
2: they did a smart thing too what they did is they they showed the band, but they didn't focus on the band. They had other things kind of going on, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: because I'm sorry, St- Steve Howe is not. <laughs> not <laughs> well, they, that's him. smart. And I mean, I'm a looked, big fan of his, look at
2: but... Chicago's albums; just have your logo if you're not, you know, if you don't look uh, the part, possibly. Uh, and yeah. Chris, Christopher Cross made that mistake, you know. Uh, yeah, video killed the radio star yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll move on now to "Time Again" from yeah, this the is one album. Of my Asia. favorites. So. Explain how this song became one of your favorites because I know there's so many great songs on the album.
1: Well, there, you know, I'm all about unexpected choices that, you know, a songwriter makes. And this one, it begins with this crazy, sinister dun, 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 you know, this theme that all the instruments are playing in unison, which is even more creepier. Then Carl Palmer adds this syncopated uh, drum stuff that he's doing. And then all of a sudden, we've got this choral break of space monks or something in a china gong and and that's like the first 30 seconds (laughs) and then this driving beat kicks in and and jim the radio listeners are not going to know anything about this but do you remember the song that you and i wrote you're my dream yes 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 that's where that driving beat Uh, came from from yes Oh, we need uh, a link, because I definitely have it on
2: YouTube, our song.
1: Let's not do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we won't do that, but we will play uh, Time Again from the Asia album here on Crispy Coated Robots. Listen to Asia.
0: Please press pause now. Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George. And we're back from Time Again. Yeah, I like
1: those little weird jazz breaks with the ride cymbals and the chorus and just like I said, unexpected choices, really cool. The the call and response that Wetton does on the vocal between the band on the third verse, the third verse, really cool. So Asia's
2: Asia. Now, uh you mentioned the artist a little bit earlier in the episode here. Uh what exactly how does that artist become popular and how does Asia come up with using that as their their well, um
1: We're we're talking about Roger Dean, which, like I said, I actually got to meet him because on this uh, Royal Tour thing that I was talking about, he had a little booth, and he was signing artwork. And, Jim, he is one of the nicest, just most gentle guys. Uh, I've caught his uh, Facebook podcast, not podcast, uh, but where he paints and and everything. But he did a lot of the artwork, not all, but a lot of the artwork for Yes!, and he did uh, artwork for, um, oh, um, oh, um, I love their album. Yeah, oh, um,
2: uh, <laughs> I remember that album cover. That was a good one.
1: No, I'm trying to think.
2: Uh, I'm trying to think. Their album cover is even better. <laughs> I remember that Roger guy, he did their album cover. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They, they well, were good.
1: Uh, but, uh, you know, one thing I've wondered, uh, that first song that we talked about, Heat of the Moment, where the line is, you catch a pearl and ride the dragon's wings. I've always wondered if he painted that first, uh, or if he heard that lyric and and painted it. That Leviathan kind of grab. Kind of the chicken that, or egg thing. Crisple, <laughs> yeah. or maybe maybe there is no. <laughs> yeah, what came first, the Leviathan or the <laughs>
2: Oh, all right. So we move into Wildest Dreams, another album. Uriah Heap. Oh, Uriah Heap. There Uriah
1: you go. Heap. John Wetton was in Uriah Heap. And he he made those devil faces and stuff? And he made some of the art for that. Okay. So they're in your face, Jumbo. Sorry. All right. So we move on to Wildest Dream,
2: which is another song that was played on the radio a lot. Wildest Dream. Dun dun. dun. You know, but uh, what do you think about uh, as far as, did you like this song a lot? I I, yeah. I, I like every song they played on the radio that I really kind of, yeah. it wasn't one that said, oh, you've gone too far, Asia.
1: The, this one is kind of, it's funny to listen to it now. I listened to it uh, before the show. It's funny to hear it now because it's a pretty heavy-handed anti-war song. But in the context of 1981 when this was recorded, we had the Spectre of Nuclear War hanging over everyone's heads. The Soviets had just invaded Afghanistan. Jimmy Carter withdrew from the SALT II uh Senate ratification. Uh you had the I didn't boy- catch all this in the lyrics. The, you had the boycott <laughs> Jimmy
2: Carter seceded <laughs> <laughs> from there, the SALT a, there, II. I don't remember that part. Of it you have
1: song. to turn your speakers up really loud. <laughs> uh but the we boycotted the Olympic Games in Moscow. So there was all this detente stuff that was happening. And uh so it's it's talking about war and everything but uh it the song just starts off no preamble it just kicks over uh to voice and staccato with this this keyboard and everything and um at the 4 minute mark though Jim Carl Palmer the drummer really breaks out into this solo of of sorts that just Uh, It was really a shining moment for him. Okay.
2: We'll listen to Wildest Dreams. Listen closely for the Jimmy Carter Salt 2 leaving lyrics, which (laughs) I I, I, Why do I even try? I I never caught them in 1982. (laughs) But if I listen closely now, I'm sure I'll hear them. So right here on Crispy Cutter Robots, listen to Asia.
0: You know the drill by now. Pause here. Listen to the track and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again.
2: And we are back. Did you hear him? Did you hear the Jimmy Carter lyric? I didn't either. Oh, but this is the Crispy cutter Robots listen to Asia's Asia. Oh, Asia that was, play it again. Play it again. That was Wildest Dream. Uh, oh. I always thought it was, was Wildest Dreams, but apparently it's just Wildest Dream. Wild-ass dreams. <laughs> just one dream, apparently, uh, was allowed.
1: <laughs> but you know, I like uh, the decision to end on a fade chord and those church bells uh, ringing in the background. You know?
0: <laughs> all uh, right I'm, I'm gonna
1: admit we we had to turn the mics off because we laughed the whole time <laughs> i don't even think we heard the song
2: <laughs> but anyway we're moving on to the next song which is cutting it fine cutting it fine george uh this we're getting towards the end of the album this is the second to last song cutting it fine
1: uh i think we missed one there jim we've got without
2: you Oh, without you. I'm sorry. I'm moving ahead too far. <laughs> <laughs> too much laughing in the studio. Sorry, we'll get to cutting it fine in a second. But first,
1: without yeah, you. A l- little slower tempo offering at the start. Nice kind of descending chord. Uh, but yeah, without you. Track number seven, number two on the second side. Okay. And no
2: Jimmy Carter reference. So listen closely to... Well, uh, actually... <laughs> <laughs> without you, this is the Crispy Coda Robots. Listen to Asia's Asia.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George.
2: Okay, so that was without you, Crispy Coated Robots, yeah, listen to I, Asia. I like how
1: the song uh, resolves in a different key there. That's uh, kind of sad sounding, and then it goes to that major happy thing. So
2: I know you're keyboard your keyboardist, and you also write music. Did this mm-hmm. this album... Kind of influence. I mean, because it's a, It was at the period in your life, and my life too, where you wanted to be like somebody, or you were inspired to be like a musician, or play that type of music. Um, and inspired. Did this album inspire you at all? Because there's so much keyboard on it.
1: Uh, I like the the work that uh, Jeff Downs does, but uh, no. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a I'm a frustrated guitarist at heart. I just uh-huh. I play keyboard because I can't play guitar. Guitar. Okay. Yeah. So I I dig the guitar parts. If anything. <laughs> I want to be uh, Steve Steve Howe. Howe. Okay.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, cutting it fine. It's the second to last song that I mentioned. I mentioned this, uh,
1: you know, before. I'm very eager to get to this song. Yeah. So, uh,
2: cutting it fine to you. um, What do you think?
1: Well, it's again they do just interesting things. It starts off with this Renaissance festival sounding (laughs) guitar. And then, and this tempo, and that only lasts a few measures. And then it's like, okay, we're back to a, our Asia song already in progress. So one thing uh, I want you to listen for, Jim, there's this quirky little keyboard setting that reminds me, uh, do you remember Kim Wilde, uh, her cover of the Supremes? You yeah. keep me hanging yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit in here that uh, it it sounds like you keep me hanging on. Okay. So here's
2: Cutting It Fine from the Asia album, as the crispy coat robots listen to Asia.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again.
2: All right. We are to the end of the album that was cutting it fine on the Asia album. We are the Crispy Coated Robots. Yeah,
1: I love how that just stops and then just does this instrumental bit and just keeps going until you know the piano interlude morphs into this more majestic thing. Can
2: you Uh, explain this to me? How come a lot of prog rock... Is into Renaissance and medieval, and what what is the attraction? What is the what what attracts a Prague rocker to put on a cape I don't or, know, or a wizard's you, hat or something like but that? But you
1: know, you are right about that because uh, there are a lot of bands. Uh, you got to keep in mind that when Prague rock was really coming up, Lord of the Rings, uh, not the movies, but the books, were really hitting their their peak in popularity. And uh, but I don't know that that is a very good question. That's a good question. That's a
2: whole podcast episode right there.
1: It could be, (laughs) Uh, but you're not. It's it's not just a coincidence. So I don't know if somebody did did that, and then somebody is emulating that band. One of my favorites is uh, the band Camel. Does a song that actually talks about Gandalf. <laughs> uh from Lord of the Rings. I mean, they talk about once he wore gray, but now he wears white and he's But didn't uh, uh didn't uh, Leonard Nimoy do a Bilbo Baggins song also? He did. Uh but interestingly, uh Led Zeppelin refers to Yeah, we're way off track. Here. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but they refer to in the depths of Mordor, Gollum ran away, you know, with the girl. <laughs> Can we talk about? Oh, sorry,
2: <laughs> sorry. When you said Gollum. Uh, anyway, we're moving on. The last song of the album is oh, "Here, you. Here Comes the Feeling," which Jim, is a, get your cowbell ready on this. One this is you. definitely a feel-good song, real yeah. feel-good song.
1: Cowbell's away. Hey, let's listen to it and come back,
2: and we'll wrap this thing up.
0: This should be the last time that you have to pause this. I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection. All right.
2: Crispy Code Robots Listen to Asia. That's a great one. I mean, it, yeah. it's such a positive uh out and it was another radio song, you know. So what does that make? One, two, three, four, five out of nine. That's a pretty good record yeah. there.
1: Short uh record too, really, when you consider it's like uh forty five minutes, I think, right?
2: Yeah, for prog rock. I yeah. mean what a yeah. yes, yes did that double album that was what, two hours? The the one with long distance runaround on there?
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't really time them. Uh, But, uh, yeah, this one is a perfect blend of classic rock and 80s rock and pop and progressive, like we said. Very easy to listen to, as we've just demonstrated. Singable. Uh, Complex, though, enough that you can hear things when you go back and... uh, just great melodies, lyrics. That That's why it's a classic album for us, a classic 80s album.
2: Do you think this album doesn't get the credit it deserves? I mean, because of, of some of the sounds in 80s, 82?
1: Well, I think what happened is, and this is the risk you run when you are so big, uh, it kind of, it, the shelf life, something happens where it gets stale. Uh, and while I still listen to, to some of the tracks off of here, uh, I, I think that, it just, it's such a cliche, as they used in the the movie we were talking about, the the 40 year old version. Yeah. That it, it, uh, its popularity, I think, worked against it ultimately. Yeah. Backlash but, uh, on everything, basically. To the uninitiated that has never heard it before, like probably some of our audience here, uh, there, there are moments that, yeah, it's kind of cheesy 80s, but then there are moments that, uh, these guys are doing some really technical stuff that I think is very impressive and tasteful. Okay.
2: So that's Asia. Asia will return of course with another album next week, but we want to make sure you guys listen every Tuesday as we drop a new podcast of the crispy coated robots. And basically we are here to save the future by coming up with these great top 10 top, excuse me, top five lists that we send to the future could be anything from best soup, a best food in a can,
1: was it all food with you yeah okay al pacino best movies al
2: pacino movies yeah. uh best 70s sitcom you name it saturday morning cartoons saturday morning worst kids movie yeah i mean we talk about it all Yeah. So. It's, a,
1: it's a lot of fun and uh it's very tongue-in-cheek it's very nostalgic we've been told and uh just a, a good time but thanks for listening to us today uh as we listen to albums and uh you know be well be kind and find a way
0: to invest yourself in other people's lives this program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy coated robots under the direction of circus joe productions copyright 2020 all rights reserved copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing you only have yourself to blame for that email jim and george at crispycoatedrobots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred and finally Be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.